everyone, and welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host, Ted Jones, here per usual, actually here every single episode. Guys, I want to start right away. Uh, I talk to you guys pretty frequently about the stuff that I'm watching on TV. And while I don't watch too much TV, I spent probably, what is it? Like, I don't know. How long was that movie? Two hours watching this new Space Jam movie on HBO Max. Thanks, Dad, for the password, by the way. Guys, this movie was subpar at best, to say the least. Um, the Michael Jordan Space Jam original one was way better. If you guys disagree with me, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, whatever. But I just couldn't pay attention to the storyline. Like the first 10 minutes of the movie were insanely cheesy. And it just seemed like LeBron was just saying inspirational stuff to his kids the entire time. And it wasn't even like, I feel like there wasn't even a place for him to say all that inspirational shit to his kids, like right away, you know? Um, but came out straight to the gate. And it wasn't like, you know, in Space Jam, the original one, Michael Jordan definitely was saying some inspirational quotes, but like not right at the beginning of the movie. Like maybe his dad was like, oh, like you can play ball for North Carolina. Like that was like maybe the most inspirational stuff of that, of the beginning of the movie at least. But I don't know, guys. They may have tried a little bit too hard for this Space Jam. Not enough good acting. LeBron had to hold down the entire cast. There wasn't really much diversity in terms of like co-stars and stuff like yeah once the once they went into cartoon land or looney tuneville however you however you may say the movie started to get like a little bit more interesting but i think that it's because of like all the shenanigans that were going on in the movie like if you guys watch it you'll know what i'm talking about or you if you haven't watched it it's like 20 minutes in, then they'll start bringing the cartoons who are involved from Looney Townville. Uh, but I won't give it away so much if you guys haven't seen it yet. But I'm going to go ahead and give that movie like a 5 out of 10. It could have been so much better and there was so much hype for it. You know, like I remember hearing about this before quarantine, before March 2020, about the new Space Jam and, you know, how sick it was going to be. But even the people who were in it, who were professional basketball players like Dame Lillard, Antonio Davis. They had no part in the movie, really. I thought that they would be, like, a bigger energy, you know? But I think that, ultimately, whoever made this movie, I don't know the director, man, so I won't, like, call you out, you know, exclusively. But like, there was just way too much crap going on in the movie. Like, as soon as they went to Looney Tunes, the world of Looney Tunes, they started doing so many character special effects the drama in between getting sucked into Looney Tune World and actually being in Looney Tune World didn't match up. I was like, all right, I would be so much more scared if I was in a freaking computer now with Don Cheadle, you know? <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to give them a generous 5 out of 10. I would say maybe 4.5 out of 10. But guys, if you haven't seen that movie and you have to pay for the movie... Uh, it could be a skipper, but if you're watching it for free and you're with some of your boys who liked the original Space Jam or with some of your ladies and you guys like the first one, maybe the second one's for you. But honestly, I just, uh, I really couldn't stand it. But um, I'm happy that they made a Space Jam 2, you know, and uh, trying to continue the legacy, but it really was not good as the first one. So, Things getting a little bit dicey in terms of Corona in the country now. Like LA is fully masked up when you go inside to a restaurant. You know, I, they recently announced that you're going to have to mask up when you go into anywheres indoors. And you figure that like people in LA are more spread apart. So maybe they're like, oh, I don't need to take the vaccine. I only really see people in the ice cream aisle at the store. 
But it's getting serious, guys. So uh, you better make sure that you get your vaccine. And also, Roger Goodell, just in, the commissioner of the NFL, just announced that any player that has coronavirus, their entire team is going to forfeit, and the entire team doesn't get paid for that game. So it looks like they're getting pretty serious about people having to take the vaccine. And it's funny how, like, now the football players are like, oh, the NFL doesn't give a shit about our health. Like, this is bullshit. Like, bro, you guys have been playing tackle football, getting concussions, wasting multiple years in your life to play football, and now you're finally just realizing that the NFL isn't on your side. Crazy thought. And it's just the only people who are dying now, not want to say only, but the, the majority of the people who are dying are the people who haven't gotten the vaccine, right? So... From what I can see now, the people who have the vaccine are fine. You know, I feel fine. I had the vaccine. You guys got to go out and get your vaccine. And it's not just about you. You know, like think about all the small business owners who have rent to pay and they're counting on every single day that their business is open to pay rent. You know, like if you get some of these people sick or God forbid you have, you get your city shut down again, it's on you. So I don't think that this should be a political topic at all. I just think that in general, vaccines come about every few years, right? What? And we have to, we have to take them. We have to take them as a society or we're going to get freaking space jammed up like LA. You know, you don't want to wear masks inside in LA, but I went to this store called Second Street. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of it. It's basically like an upper end or upper echelon, like Buffalo Exchange. I don't even know if you've heard of that either, but Buffalo Exchange is like you go and you... Uh, sell your clothes to them, and then they give you a very cheap price for your clothes. Much like GameStop. If you go into GameStop with like 20 video games, they'll end up giving you like 40 bucks for them, whatever it is. But they need to have room like on the upside for resale value, whatever it is. So I went to uh, Second Street, and I had these shoes that like I never wear. They were expensive. They were given to me as a gift. Sorry. But a a while ago from like an ex-girlfriend. Is that fucked up, by the way? to like sell a gift that you were given by an ex-girlfriend? I don't think so. Cause like when people get uh, <laughs> engagement rings or whatever, and they don't end up marrying their significant other, don't they pawn off the, the ring? I don't know. That's a, that's a dicey subject. We don't have to talk about that, but just in general, uh, had shoes, never worn them, uh, needed some extra cash. So I went to second street. They gave me like a hundred and what well, they gave me 130 bucks for some shoes, uh, ended up selling, ended up selling it to them. But the real reason I'm bringing this up is because when I went into the store, guys, this was like five days ago. Well, I guess now being Wednesday, this is like five days ago. I had to wear a mask. So private stores in New York City still deciding if they want people to wear a mask or not. But like a Dwayne Reed, um, whatever, Sweet Green, places that I think are all over the country, or actually maybe Dwayne Reed is only in the city. Well, anyway, CVS, Rite Aid, places that have uh, locations all over the city uh, or country rather uh, just kind of have uh, people deciding if they want to wear a mask or not. But guys, uh, that's neither here nor there because we're in New York City and we're clean for right now. It being Monday today, we just had the Ted Jones comedy show on Friday. And guys, I imagine that it was a freaking blast. Tonight is the show when I'm recording this. It is Friday being super transparent with you. Don't you love when I do that, guys? We have at least 60 confirmed guests and I can only imagine how many people are going to be at that ticket door tonight. Guys, we're probably expecting over 100 people. It's going to be great. And if you guys didn't make it to this show, this show on Friday, 
you got to make it to the next show. Monday, August 9th, 7 p.m. at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City. That show that we did last time at the Stand, we sold out. So I can only imagine that this one's going to be just as loco. Okay? So I did this show uh, about a week ago, and I told you guys about it. It was called Weeding Out the Stone. And one of the comics was like, you look like a TV dad. And I wanted to know, do you guys think I look like a TV dad? I'm not sure if I took that like with like as like a compliment but i'm also 29 and a half so like i shouldn't be a dad yet right but who no that's totally not true i mean i could have like what a two or three year old something like that but i mean when i think of tv dad i think of (laughs) the dad from modern family phil you know Eh, maybe i can see some of phil in myself you know quirky fun loves his kids i don't know whatever guys um if you think i look like a tv dad let me know ted jones world on gmail.com or uh ted jones world on instagram so i am a fan of sushi as you guys know if you've listened to this podcast but i haven't had fish in like six months ever since i saw that fish documentary seaspiracy and you know i'm a full-blown vegan of course so i now get just exclusively uh, vegetable rolls at the sushi spot. I get sweet potato roll, asparagus roll, avocado roll, and a cucumber roll. That's like my main order. And every time I go there, it's like pretty close to my apartment. I haven't really had too much of a rapport with the lady who works at the sushi counter. But hey, the other day I went in there, was feeling a little bit bubbly, and I told her to come to the Ted Jones comedy show. I'm not sure if she was there, but if you were, sushi lady from the restaurant close to my apartment, let's freaking go. (laughs) Thanks for coming. But guys, build a rapport with the people that you always see. It's nice. People like it when you say the name on their name tag. People enjoy a nice conversation, and people love a good smile. I'll tell you that. Even if I'm in like an awkward situation, sometimes it lightens the mood with a smile, right? So, um, sushi, solid, good food. You don't even have to have it with fish. You know, there you go. I just gave you guys four vegetal rolls. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I wanted to open up this email. Actually, we'll get to this email before, uh, the end of this episode, this particular time. But last episode, when I was solo here on the couch, I was talking about how I had gotten a few DMs regarding, uh, myself starting in OnlyFans, but I had a listener reach out, or we, excuse me, we had a listener reach out and actually give us some background, give us some color on people that he knew who, who were involved in OnlyFans, okay? So his name is Wade, and this is what he said. He said, hey, Ted, found your podcast a few months ago and have been really enjoying it. Not everyone can do a solo podcast and keep it interesting, but you managed to do it and always... Be in a good mood. And I'm sure you mean, and are always in a good mood. Just listen to episode 153 and definitely agree with the other listeners about starting in OnlyFans. Don't have one myself, but a few friends, parentheses, guys and girls, that have been able to have a steady flow of income from it to help with their main goals in life. Nice. If you're comfortable with your body, then show it off and get paid. Ha ha. Anyway, if and when I'm back in New York, I would love to catch one of your shows. Keep it up. Wade, I love that email. Thank you so much for writing in. Guys, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. If you want a chance for your email to be read here, live, on air, shoot it in. tedjonesworld at gmail.com. tedjonesworld on Instagram. So, Wade, you know, some thought has been had behind the OnlyFans, especially when, like, 
people such as Black China, I think is the number one earning OnlyFans. It's like her, Bella Thorne, and then maybe a few other people. But Black China makes no joke. I can't believe if these stats are correct. Makes $12 million a month from her OnlyFans. And then Tyga, you guys know Tyga. Ha! Did I do that right? How? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend is making close to $8 million a month off of OnlyFans. So there's some serious bread to be had on OnlyFans. But I think I want to get this um, viewership and listenership up to a very, very high level. And then maybe, who knows, I'll start flashing you guys on OnlyFans. But for now, I think we're going to keep, um, keep myself clothed except for the knees that you see here on the screen just because like I have holes in my jeans and I remember when my grandpa was around he'd be like Ted did you pay less for those jeans because not all of them are there it was actually pretty funny when my grandpa used to make fun of my ripped jeans but guys as you know ripped jeans are in so saw um, my buddy Julio Gallerati today who you guys I'm sure know Julio has been on the podcast a number of times and he was like what are you gonna eat for lunch man and I was like just chickpeas chickpeas how i eat chickpeas out the can for lunch guys no joke went to the grocery store today i bought four cans of chickpeas just crushed two of them for lunch you got to wash those puppies throw some hot sauce on it and that's like one of the simpler easier cheaper ways to have a good lunch in my opinion i mean it's very bland but you'll get used to the taste guys just put some hot sauce on chickpeas have it one time a day and you're gonna feel so much better you're gonna look so much better and switch out the chickpeas for chicken so we can all go vegan you guys know exactly what i'm talking about there but i don't mean to put so much pressure on you and um if you do enjoy vegan meals reach out to me. I will definitely respond and let you guys know some of the best vegan places in New York City, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. People do have an initial thought about being vegan. You know, like, oh, it's too difficult. I would never be able to do it. I like cheese too much. I like ice cream. I think it starts with removing removing things piece by piece. You know, I don't know if it's possible to go just fully cold turkey and become vegan just because like, there's milk and there's cheese and a lot of things, but there's milk and things that you'd never really expect, you know, and it's, and especially things that say may contain milk. That usually means that they're milk in it. Like I used to eat things that said, or yeah, like eat food that says make it may contain milk, but I no longer do that. So I guess I'm becoming a better, better vegan, but in general, like no milk chocolate, obviously, um, most candy guys is made with gelatin in it like the gummy bears and just gummy snacks in general are made with gelatin and gelatin are crushed up animal bones i'm not sure if you guys knew that didn't mean to break the raw truth to you but you shouldn't be eating animal bones you know like maybe you guys would argue and be like oh well i need my steak i need my protein from the chicken you don't need gelatin in your chewy snacks whatever get some freaking vegan gummy bears it's just crazy how much shit that we eat as a society that like we don't even know what's in it. You know, like it doesn't make sense to eat or drink yellow five when it's also in my shampoo and conditioner. You know, like yellow five. I remember when I was 12 years old, I learned about it and I was like, oh, it's going to lower my sperm count. Like, uh, Who knows if it even does lower your sperm count. But guys, where do you think animals get their protein from? Freaking plants. All right. 
So we don't need to be eating the animals gains in order to get gains for ourselves. We can go just go straight to the source. Start eating vegetable fruit. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel better, man. You really will. In terms of like, if you're a big worker outer, you won't feel mucusy anymore in your lungs. You won't hear that when you're running, things will be clear. Just try it for 72 hours. Humor me. Sebastian Canelli was on the couch last time and he said he was going to reach out to me and let me know how the vegan ways went for the, uh, for the remainder of the day. But I'm going to call him out. Sebastian, you never hit me up, bro. Not sure if you kept vegan. But guys, the world is also suffering too. It's suffering too. We can feed 85 billion animals, but we can't feed 8 billion humans. Come on. Guys, come on. These are some of the real truths. I'm sorry I have to be the one to tell you, but the freaking polar ice caps are melting. Antarctica is getting smaller. Think about your grandkids. I know I'm old, I'm old right now. I don't have any kids, but I'm thinking about the future generation. It's also getting hot as hell in New York. Is it not? Is it not, guys, if you're from New York or wherever you are? It's definitely one of the hotter summers of all time, huh? Been raining a ton in New York City, and I think that's probably because of the environment as well. I wanted to go back and just talk about uh, the vaccine since I was quoting some numbers. So here I have uh, from the website, The Daily Skim. If you guys don't get this, I suggest you to you do. They just give you like 10 subjects of things that are happening in the world. And sometimes I'll read it here on the podcast. So it says, what about vaccines? They're still believed to be highly effective at preventing severe disease or hospital hospitalization. Over 99% of those who died in the U.S. last month from the virus were unvaccinated. The good news, roughly half of the U.S. population is vaccinated. So guys, if you are anti-vaccine or anti-mask, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You know, just uh, you can call into the podcast. You can write in. Let me know your thoughts, seriously, because I want to know kind of the, the process uh, that's going on in your brain. You know, like I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I want to know why, um, you know, why people are not getting vaccinated. Do you think that it's because the Democrats are scheming against the Republicans? If you think that, then like, that's very silly. You know, this isn't a political play at all. I don't believe. But if you're against the vaccine and you're against wearing masks, you know, somebody who's gotten sick, please let me know, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. I'd really just love to chop it up with you and hear your side of the story just because, like, I'm so for the vaccine just because, like, I've seen how life has been when people didn't have the vaccine. And if you guys think about it, if somebody told you you can get the vaccine to get rid of coronavirus in June, which is three months, June of 2020, three months after we went into this quarantine, I guarantee a lot more than just half of the United States would be vaccinated. You know, I would, I would imagine that like, I don't know, at least 75% of the U S would be vaccinated, but it's, it's just gotten super political. I mean, Donald Trump, when he was in office was so against the mask. I don't know if he was fully against the vaccine, but like that was towards the end of uh, his presidency. But if Donald Trump didn't have a 24 hour medical service, first of all, the guy got airlifted to the Washington hospital. Would he have died? He may have, he may have. And some people are basing their knowledge or lack of knowledge on the vaccine because of Donald Trump, you know, because he thinks that it could be a Democrat, a Democrat 
agenda. So if you guys are uh, against the vaccine, I would love to know like what your thoughts are behind it. Seriously, we can have an educated conversation. I mean, educated as much as I know about it. All I know is that everyone that I'm aware of who's gotten it has not gotten sick. I've definitely heard of people who have been vaccinated who've gotten the coronavirus, but it seems like your chances are a lot less likely. And are you being selfish if you don't get the vaccine? You might be selfish. I, I, would, I would tend to say that, that you might be selfish. You know, like if you are shutting down a mom and pop's diner in the middle of the country who have, who's already been shut down for six months, right? Because of the coronavirus previously, you're fucking selfish. If you're going to go, if you're going to move about your life without a mask on and without a vaccine, what the fuck, guys? What the hell? So please write in. I'd love to know what your, what your thoughts are on why you're not getting the vaccine or why you're anti-mask. You know, I know that a lot of people in New York City have gotten their vaccine, definitely over 75%. You're seeing way less masks and people going back to normal, but you're seeing places like LA go in reverse. New York was the hotbed right? Like Elmhurst, Queens had the most cases in the country at one point. Not too far from the studio. So uh, as I stretch here and I get ready for the comedy show tonight, the Ted Jones comedy show, it wouldn't be possible without vaccines and masks, guys. It was a tough time in humanity. And even the, the shoe store, Second Street, that made me mask up, while I went inside, whatever, it's each owner's, to each owner's preference, you know? I think that's a good way to say it. To each person's preference. If you want people to wear masks, sure. But for the most part, people in New York City are fully vaxxed. And if you're not getting vaxxed, I don't know how many times I have to freaking tell you. I'd really love to know why you're not getting vaxxed. You'll save your, you'll save your, whatever it is, your parents around you, your grandparents, the people who you're breathing on. And don't you feel like a weight is lifted off your soldier soul? Huh? Don't you feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulder? Like think about the people who have been vaxxed. They are essentially going back to regular day life. They're back in the office. Maybe some of you peeps, if you're like bankers who work at JP Morgan Chase, you're not going back until September, whatever it is. But life is going back to normal. I haven't been on the subway in a little bit. Not because I'm fucking taking cabs, guys. I haven't taken a cab in at least three months. Haven't taken Uber in three months too. I usually walk wherever I need to go. Massive flex. I suggest you guys walk. If it's under an hour, for sure. Definitely walk. Get Get those steps in. And it's always nice to get steps in the sun, you know, especially in New York City. But life has been great here in New York City. I'll speak for probably everyone who's in New York City now in saying that, Mother freaking New York City is back. You even checked apartments. Apartments are at one of the higher levels that they've ever been on, probably right around February 2020 times. The demand is up. Summer in New York City is freaking real. And guys, for all of those who did not make the show on Friday, the Ted Jones Comedy Show at Asylum NYC in Chelsea, you have another chance. August 9th, Monday, 7 PM. That is the next show we have on the calendar. Stay posted on all the Ted Jones comedy shows on Instagram. Ted Jones World, the link in the bio will let you know which shows I have where. But um, it looks like we're going to be trying to do at least two shows a month, guys. It's very exciting. All the comics that come through are always hilarious, sweet, beautiful people that are just looking to make 
y'all laugh, all right? So one last thing I'll sign off on. If you haven't gotten the vaccine and you're passionate about not getting the vaccine, please shoot me an email, tedjonesworld at gmail.com, tedjonesworld on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you, but New York City is freaking back. See you guys next time.